Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome back. Hey, peeps. We are super excited to have a guest with us. Her name is Susan Neal. I'm going to let Phyllis introduce her today. Yes. Well, Susan and I met a few years back at the ASA conference and have since become pretty good friends. And we also went through our uh, certification for coaching through ASA, which was awesome. And so um, we have had plenty of conversations regarding that kind of stuff. But Susan is the new director of Christian Indie Publishing Association. Uh, She's also a a best-selling author of several um, healthy eating cookbooks. And Susan, the list goes on and on with you. (laughs) Every time I hear about your name, it's like one other thing that she's tagged on. So I want to welcome you in today. And I'm so glad we're going to have some good conversation here. Um, First of all, about your journey of writing these cookbooks on healthy eating. And then we're going to segue into this new venture of being um, the director of this Christian Indie Publishing. So um, welcome in, Susan. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I do want to start off by asking how you started writing books on healthy eating. Okay. So uh, it was um, my sister's story. So what happened is she found out that she was gluten sensitive. So she had to get off all the wheat and, uh, you know, that's really hard to do. It's really hard to take that completely out of your diet. So she came to me, I've always been a bit of a health nut and she's like, Susan, help me, you know, change my diet and get off of uh, wheat and gluten. And so I did. And so I created seven steps for her and she did a marvelous job. The weight started falling off of her. And uh, so she, you know, quit having symptoms that were related to a gluten sensitivity. The next summer, she comes to me and she's like, Susan, I have rosacea all over my face. Mm. The dermatologist has given me a low-dose antibiotic and a cream, and he says, both of them I have to use for the rest of my life. And I don't want to stay on these things, and I've researched myself on the internet and found that my sugar addiction is related, you know, the high consumption of sugar is related to the rosacea. So can you help me again to get off the sugar? So I'm like, okay, well, you did such a great job last time with those seven (laughs) steps. Let's use those seven steps again. And she did. And more weight came off and her joints stopped aching and she felt more vibrant. And her rosacea went away and it's been like four years. She got off that medicine. 
She's never had to be on that medicine again. Her rosacea is gone. She is healed. Because when you eat God's foods instead of the food manufacturers, mm. then you know, your body has a chance to heal itself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I think other people could really benefit from these seven steps. So I put them in a book and it's my number one Amazon bestseller. It's called Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. Wow. And it's a good book too. <laughs> I need, I need that book. That's all I'm yeah. saying because I love my bread. I'm not a sweet person, but I love my bread. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. And I want to I wanna tell you why um, one of the root causes for like my sister loving the bread and then going off the bread and then mm -hmm. going to the sugar is because many times uh, we have an overgrowth of yeast in our gut. It's called candida. Mm. And candida doesn't care if you like sugar or if you like uh, refined carbohydrates or if you desire alcoholic beverages. It, it mm. loves all three. So <laughs> it doesn't matter which one you want, but it wants one of them. And I had an overgrowth of this and it took over my life because mm. I couldn't stop my eating. You know, I mean, you just, you, you just overeat mm -hmm. and you, you don't want to, and you can't stop. So I, I incorporated my story into this book and I also created a quiz for all of us to find out, okay, do we have an overgrowth of this mm -hmm. candida? Because how candida overgrows is you take antibiotics and you do not re-inoculate your gut with probiotics. Oh. Well, I'm a nurse. I have an RN and a master's in health science. And I never knew that I was supposed to, you know, go grab a bottle of probiotics that had 10 different strains of probiotics in it and take it after I took antibiotics. So most of us may have an overgrowth. So my quiz is at candyquiz.com, C-A-N-D-I, quiz.com. Anybody can go on there and look at all the different symptoms that like depression, anxiety, um, you know, fungus of the nails, yeast infections, all these different symptoms that an overgrowth causes. I would say probably almost all of us have some form of that. And it's interesting you said that too, because I find when I start eating really clean, like I don't have this thing, but when I'm not eating clean, just what you said, I cannot fill myself up. I am hungry all the time. And also I'm the opposite of Rhonda. I'm a sugaraholic. So I, and lately, because I'm older now, I can tell when I've had too much sugar because um, I get the achy joints, mm -hmm. get horrible headaches. And I'm like, oh, had too much sugar. So then I have to like clear it out again. And, but yeah, such a powerful thing because we just eat what we eat and we don't think about it. And then, you know, we don't, we always wonder why we have all these aches and pains and 
a lot of times we have to think it comes from different things that we have to do, but really it's just our eating habits have to clean up. So I have a question about the antibiotics. So, you know, obviously we've taken antibiotics, you know, that's what we're given when we're kids and we get sick. So I know that my doctor used to always tell me have yogurt. Is that why they tell you that? I don't, maybe that's just yes. a question, but okay. Oh, yeah. It is, but I will tell you what, yogurt does not have enough, enough. of the probiotic mm-hmm. cultures. You need to have either sauerkraut or kimchi. Oh, kimchi. Those, those two uh, fermented foods have the um, probiotics in them, but there are hundreds of probiotics and you don't know which one you need. So that's why I say, okay, take one bottle of probiotics with 10 different strains of the beneficial microorganism. When that bottle is done, go and get a second bottle that has another 10 different strains. Wow. And take that, you know, do that for a couple of months after you have had an antibiotic. And parents should do this for their kids too. Wow, that's interesting. That's not even something they even recommend when you take your kids in for an antibiotic. So that's no, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I went to my internal medicine doctor and he told him I had this candida overgrowth, he he didn't even know how to treat it. Wow. And we need to like up how medical science and stuff goes with doctors because we hear so many different things that people are going through and the doctors are just doing the same things over and over. Well, I always say you have to be an advocate for your own health, you know, because, and I'm an insurance by, that's my trade. Um, And so a lot of times people don't even ask their doctors, like, is this prescription good? Or is it like, they're not, they're asking their doctor instead of kind of doing a little bit of research on their own. Um, So I think it's important to know, you know, what you're putting into your body for sure. So Susan, do you think people have a harder time staying off of carbs or sugar, or is it just both? Uh, and alcohol, all three. And because alcohol. I was I was craving the Giardelli chocolate and a, and a glass of red wine every night. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm not going to judge. So do I. <laughs> Said every mom in America. <laughs> and, and we've been in a pandemic. So <laughs> mine's Prosecco. I don't like wine, but... <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And you know what? And it is hard. It's hard to not, you know, want a glass of wine with chocolate. I mean, come on. (laughs) Who's going to get, who wants to give that up? (laughs) Right. But every single night, you know, in multiple, you know. Yeah. Multiple glasses. Right. When multiple your glasses, glasses and multiple Giardelli chocolate little squares. You know? That's funny. All oh. of a sudden, the whole bag's gone. It's like, what happened to it? I have oh. a jar of M&Ms sitting on my counter, and uh, we really don't eat them, but it's so funny when people come over. That's the first place they head to, and I'm like, I do this. That in the cookie jar. I have a cookie jar, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so what would you say is like a give us like a couple of superfoods that you would eat on a regular basis that are just like super good for you. Well, blueberries are really great for you. And, uh, you know, they're really not sprayed with pesticides. I mean, but I have blueberries out in my yard. They, they, um, 
aren't berries are really um, great, but strawberries, uh, they are sprayed with loads of pesticides. So I wouldn't dare eat a strawberry unless it was organic. And kale and spinach are really great superfoods, but they are highly sprayed as well. Mm. So you want to buy organic again. And um, so uh, every year in March, uh, there is a, um, the, <clears throat> there's the 10 worst um, or highest pesticide uh, ridden produce, and then there's the 12 best. And so that's coming out. And it comes out in March of every year. So you want to look at your dirty dozen in your, in your let's see, dirty dozen and clean 10. Mm. So um, you need to figure where do you out find even that? for you. Uh, well, you can go to my website, Susan Neal.com. Susan, the letter U, N-E-A-L.com. And in March of every year, I um, write a blog on what is the dirty dozen and what it, what is the clean uh, 12. And, and, and um, you know, you can look into that. So Very some good. of the superfoods like that, you need to know which ones are sprayed because you'd be maybe eating kale. That's what, kale yeah. Excellent. And it is. I've heard that too, that, you know, people are trying to eat healthier, but then they eat the, this produce that's mm -hmm. like full of pesticides. So I'm like, what do we do now? We can't even eat this. You have to educate yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I make these pins and then you can just take a, like a little snapshot of the pins. And, you know, when you're at the grocery store, you don't, for avocados, you know, you really don't need to uh, buy organic for that. Yeah, but but apples, stuff. peaches, mm -hmm. strawberries, kale, spinach—you do. Interesting. It's very interesting. Okay, so now we're going to switch over because I want to hear all about this new venture that you're doing, and I think it's going to help a lot of our listeners who are thinking about writing a book. Um, you have become the new director of um, this. Indie Publishing Association. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So um, Christian Indie Publishing Association, it was founded in 2004 by Sarah Baum. And so back then she was a self-published author and there wasn't an association available for, you know, self-published indie authors. Mm -hmm. uh, and so she created this to provide resources and discounts so independent authors can publish like a traditional publisher mm -hmm. and you get to keep all your profits. You don't have to share them. So this association um, has over 60 different products. Uh, the biggest thing is if you want to publish on Ingram Spark, it has a discount code. And once you get that discount code, that's $50 off and it's free. ISBN numbers, there's discounts. There's a course on how to uh, create a professional looking book because you may not know that you need to have the price of your book on the back cover uh, along with the category. Um, mm -hmm. It's called a BISAC code on the back for Barnes and Nobles to carry it. Just all the, this different information. Um, there's workshops, there's educational training. The list goes on and on. And if you're publishing a book, SIPA, 
uh, I call it CIPA, it's Christian Indie Publishing Association, CIPA, will save you money. So do you have like tutorials and things when you have those kind of questions? Because it's so funny when I was when I was publishing my first book, like I didn't know ISBN numbers and the, the by, I can't even, what the is BISAC code? Yeah. B-I-S-A-C. Yeah. I was like, my project manager's like, so you need to go in this category thing on the website and look up this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, um, so I learned all those things, but it's so funny when you're starting out, you don't know anything about that. So do you have, um, like tutorials or is there someone you talk to or how does that, how's that work? Yes, there, there are tutorials. So there's like 17 different checklists. There's 17 different discount codes. There is like eight different courses. And awesome. I, I um, fortunately have been um, successful with publishing and marketing my book. So I'm really enjoying um, teaching uh, the authors, what, what I've learned. So in January, I taught what you were um, just speaking about is how to improve your book's Amazon rank through expanding your categories and strengthening your keywords. Mm-hmm. And this month, I'm doing a workshop on how to book a podcast tour like this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. See, SIPA has over, um, or Christian Indie Publishing Association has a, all these different types of lists. And one list is over a hundred different podcasters who, or radio shows who are actively seeking guests. Mm. So um, if you're, you know, that, that could be extremely helpful for anyone wanting to be on shows and, and marketing So, and I should have added in there that in January of uh, 2021, I became um, the new director. And so, and you're enjoying it. Yeah. (laughs) I love to teach. So I'm really into teaching. You are really good at it too. Cause I've heard you speak and um, at ASA and showing how to sell those books and you're really good at it. So this is a perfect fit for you. I think. Thank you. <laughs> Susan, I have a um, question for you about uh, marketing. Cause you were talking about, um, I, and this is just my perception. I feel like a lot of times authors aren't the greatest at promoting themselves. Um, and I hear that you are amazing at promoting. So I want to know like, what's one tip you would give to somebody who's writing a book and wants to promote themselves. It's okay. The key is it's not about me. It's not about the author. It's not about promoting ourselves. I write Christian books. It's about promoting him. That's awesome. So when the Lord gives you uh, like the seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates, it's Christian focused because I don't, I don't know how, you know, how someone can really cut the line with, uh, you know, the food addiction that many of us have without getting spiritual help. Mm -hmm. So I'm not promoting me. I'm I'm promoting here. Here's a a free cure, uh, you know, of, of how to do this. This is, and this is not about me. It's about the Lord and Mm -hmm. his techniques and his, you know, downloads that he has given us. So that's, you have to have the, the mindset change. It's not about you. That's awesome. Thank you. 
Okay. Well, um, so you and I became certified as writing and speaking coaches. Yes. Last year. Yes. We were in the same class together. So we had to bounce ideas off of each other and role play. And so, you were um, excellent. You, you were my coach oh. and you were excellent. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that, that was like the scariest thing ever. But it was such good training because it really made us get out there and do the work that all the books tell you to do. <laughs> so um, what I wanted to ask you is how how is that helping you through this journey? So probably through your tutorials and things now it's helping you through with coaching. Um is that something, are you still doing that one-on-one with people or do you do? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So um Last year, I helped three independent authors to self-publish their books, and it went great. So they got that all done. Yay. And now, through being the director of Christian Indie Publishing Association, I'm really getting a lot of of people who are, you know, coming forward and, uh, you know, getting coached. And, um, you know, I offer... uh, 20 minutes for free for anybody who wants to speak with me. And um, many times when I do speak with someone, I lead them to my course. I created a course called How to Sell a Thousand Books in Three Months. And it's eight sections, two hours of of me, you know, videos of me, 11 handouts, 6,000 words. I said, for $50, that's your cheapest way to go. Yeah, <laughs> to get a, a like a download, you know, from my brain and into yours yeah. for how to do this. And then as you're going along, write all those questions down and then come back and let me coach you from there. So awesome. um, that's how I lead uh, many of them to start out with. That's amazing. That's an awesome resource. It's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I have one last question for you, Suzanne, and that is what would you tell your 22-year-old self? I would tell my 22-year-old self, don't say stuck in a job that you dislike. So, for example, um, I became a nurse. I was working at Shands Hospital in Gainesville, Florida, um, and a kidney transplant floor. It was, whew, the stress level was so tough. Okay. Well, you know, I should have broadened. I was like, I'm going to go back to school so I don't have to, you know, be a nurse. But, but my, my older self, if I wish I could have told my 22 year old self is, well, Susan, why don't you apply to a job at a doctor's office? Why don't you, you know, to be a nurse, why don't you apply for a job at an insurance company? How about one at a school? You know, as I was a mom and stuff, I could have the same, you know, summers off as my kids. There are other avenues. So go after them. Mm-hmm. And I went and I went back to school. I got my master's in business administration and my master's in health science. I worked at Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, <clears throat> Florida. So, you know, the world is the limit. Don't mm-hmm. stick with a dead end job that you do not enjoy. That's, That's amazing so advice. I agree. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I think sometimes you get stuck and you can't get back out and then 
you, you forget about your dreams and all the things that you really want to do. So that is terrific advice. So Susan, how do they find you on social media and uh, where can they connect with you? Go to Susan U. That's the letter U, Neil, N-E-A-L.com. And um, on there, I have, uh, you know, my coaching, if you're interested in that. I have a blog, if you're interested in the Dirty Dozen and Clean 10. I have the candyquiz.com. I have a glutenintolerancequiz.com. Lots of free things there. So, and at the bottom of the first page, you can, you know, find me on social media. That is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you and your story. And 24 Carat Tribe, don't forget to go to our Facebook page and follow us on 24 Carat Conversations. And until next time, sparkle on. Bye. Bye, peeps. Bye.